0: Yo, what's up? It's the official flamethrower, Mr. Vaughn, and you're tuned in to NWCZ Radio. You heard?
1: Hey, yo, this is Jared Blake, and you're listening to NWCZ Radio.
2: You're surfing through another dimension, a dimension of podcasts and real-time streaming, of content both live and, quote-unquote, On tape. It covers Washington, Oregon, BC,
3: and even Idaho, existing between the summit of man's technology and the depths of his cave. There's the web banner up ahead. Your next stop,
2: the Northwest Convergence Zone. Everybody, welcome to uh, hour number two of the Northwest Convergence Zone Show. Big D here with you, and Voxy. and Double D over there, who's uh, acting like he's not part of things. What's up, Double D?
4: Uh, Mr. Vaughn's uh, microphone's not working or something over there. So. Headphones, headphones. Well, they were all pointing. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs>
3: Usually, you're another... on that stuff, man. Yeah, but it's I was like still Double D, big... D to the rescue. Were you
2: sharing your cookies with him? No. <laughs> What? You got something? Oh, you were bogarting your cookies? Really?
3: He's a straight guy. Yeah, I am, but sometimes I'm he in my like own world.
2: Some, uh, he might like some Green Mother's cookies.
4: Sometimes I am in my own world.
3: You want a lollipop, little boy? Sure. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know if you want these. Tell us about that, Voxy, because that was a funny story I, I, you were telling me. I, I, I don't you,
3: know if I can. You
2: don't think you can do that?
3: <laughs> I don't think I should.
2: Okay. Let's
3: just say that. Um, it was Christmas for Voxy yesterday.
2: <laughs> Courtesy of uh, something that went down in Olympia. Right? <laughs> yeah. Something that went on. But anyway, that's neither here nor there because apparently it's an uncomfortable subject. But Voxy did have Christmas yesterday. So everybody, congratulations to Voxy. She had Christmas yesterday. <laughs> late. It Merry was, Christmas, Voxy. <laughs> came late. Hey, uh, Van Halen is about to drop their brand new CD. In fact, I saw it. Uh, today in the Best Buy um, advertisement. And so I believe it comes out this week, or I assume it's this week. I didn't really look at the day. Usually when Best Buy has their feature CD, it's coming out on Tuesday or something. Fuck
3: Best Buy.
2: (laughs) Okay, whatever (laughs) you buy it on. (laughs) iTunes, uh, Fries, On the Corner, I don't give a shit. Okay. What I really wanted to get into was the Van Halen, though. Have you guys heard any of the new Van Halen?
3: I heard the first one that everybody made fun of, and then I quit Tattoo or whatever. Yeah.
2: And then they released another one, and I thought it was just as bad.
3: Did you? I, but, didn't, I didn't take time for the second but one. But I don't
2: know anything about, I mean, it could be a good album. Those might, they may be pulling a fast one. Those might be the two weak tracks, you know, yeah. and everything else Why would is you awesome. do that,
3: though? Really? Because it be? they're
2: Van Halen, you know. We're they're, so
3: kick-ass, we'll put out our suckiest shit first. <laughs> Like that's it wouldn't
2: surprise me because, you know, uh, well, Diamond Dave, he has Christmas every day. Yeah. (laughs) So you never know what state of the mind he's in. Uh, But I was what I was mostly really pissed off about. I was excited about going to see them Mm
3: -hmm.
2: coming to the Tacoma Dome Mm -hmm. and uh, the tickets for the Van Halen show. There's two two categories. And the first one, the lowest one is $94. And the next one is like in the 140 range. Ah, I couldn't believe. And you know who's opening for? those family for them? passes? <laughs>
3: yeah. And that's why they shouldn't put out the sucky songs first.
2: And do you know who's opening for Van Halen? Oh
3: yeah, um I did hear, but I just slipped my mind. Has it's to go crazy. down
2: as one of the weirdest pairings of all time.
3: Some like old Cool? Yeah, boy. And the Gang. Yeah.
2: Who's gonna do celebration eight times in a row? Because that's the only song they had. <laughs> so they're gonna do the hip hop version. They'll do the jazz version. Then they'll do the <laughs> funk version. Then they'll do the original version. And then they'll do the B side version. And then Van Halen they'll will come out,
3: bring out the accordion. But and is that do the polka version? Is it just
2: me, or is that the weirdest pairing ever?
3: That's a pretty It'd be weird like pairing. Ozzy
2: touring with uh, Liza Minnelli or something,
3: right? It's, it's just weird. bizarre.
2: I don't get it. I, mean, I don't know. Mr. Vaughn, what do you think? Mr. I, Vaughn's not in here right now. Did you hear the post meeting before we opened up this hour? I told you I was not always here. Mr. Vaughn's not here right now. Mr. Vaughn will be in here in a little bit.
3: He's hallucinating. <laughs> so he's
2: completely crazy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Speaking of Mr. Vaughn, well, before we get to Mr. Vaughn, I wanna, there's a correction oh, I have to make.
3: I had an idea too when yeah. you said weirdest pairings ever. Yes. For I always thought bread and meatloaf would make a great
2: show. That would be good, wouldn't it? Then you could have salt and pepper. You could have salt and pepper open for it. Because then you got a whole Thanksgiving meal.
3: There you. Go. Madonna and Supertramp.
2: There. Oh I do have a correction uh, in our top five. I you were absolutely stinging
3: correct. scorpions. Oh my god! I'm on a roll. <laughs>
2: Body bo- the Body Box show that we announced that was at the Central in downtown, that I announced was at the Central, is actually at the Central in Kent. It's the, it's the Central Ave Pub and Eatery. That's the Body Box a right. show. show. Ding you, for boxing. Ding for boxing. All right. Now, Mr. Vaughn's in the studio. And he's a super cool <gasps> da, cat. Da, da. And we're going to have a little chat with the big man, Mr. Cool. Big V. Mr. Vaughn.
0: It's blatant disrespect F***ers who can't come correct See them the ones we check Just in case protect your neck This hip hop this life or death Only God can say who's next I feel I'm the best Yeah that's my swagger talk Stay with the jabber John Catch me on Rodeo shopping With all my niggas balling See that's the dream I'm living bosses give a clearer visions. F*** them if they hate me spending My team just stay winning Crush chicks on satin linen My fangs filled with venom Blood stains of your denim hard times we give them but y'all ain't built for that watch them fold and then collapse from all the pressure on their back but i got strong shoulders so i can
3: handle that these little
2: kids yep that's what i'm talking about uh mr cool mr smooth the man mr vaughn you he's can all, just call me mr vaughn he's all <laughs> tacoma he's all cool and he's all that and he's also he's also my uh co-host uh, one of my co-hosts on Big D and the Kingfish. I
0: know. I mean, He's it's for me. real. You try to you try to keep it all formal in here for the interview. It ain't like like we ain't up in here just kicking this it, a, it is This is a whole different things? show. Mr. All right, let's keep
3: it professional, man. Yeah, we I'm the co-host here, buddy. <laughs> yeah,
2: don't be messing with Boxy's uh, uh, mm-hmm. game
0: here. I don't want no problems with Boxy. So uh, what we heard there was the track looking. And uh, it's actually called "Can You Hear Me Now," but don't feel bad because everybody, even myself, I still call it "Looking." Can, it's
2: called "Can You Hear Me Now." Yeah,
0: but it's but on the album. It's called "Can You Hear Me Now," right? Just so f- for people who want to download the album available you get on sued iTunes by
2: like Verizon or something, right. <laughs> had to change the title to
0: "Looking." Nah, but, but I mean, we. Uh, me and la ended up just like we, during the mix down process yeah every time we would talk about it, he's like yeah man look it's coming along real nice look it's coming along and I, yeah that song so it's so,
3: easier to quicker to sing it is yeah. but yeah, 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 yeah it is so i don't yeah, mind i mean it's all good
0: because as long got, as you're can, listening can, to yeah, it hear
3: me now c y h yeah <laughs> did you just try to count the syllables in the song no i was trying to come up with an acronym for you <laughs> 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 so uh mr vaughn
2: um Tell tell the people about yourself. You're like I said, you are a Tacoma boy and uh, you represent a lot of the hip hop world here. You're really strongly yeah. involved in it. A uh, big player in it and a uh, lot of a lot of people look up to you.
0: Thank you. I don't uh yeah man, Tax City born and raised. This is my actually the only member of my family that was born in Tacoma. All the rest of my family is from St. Louis or Kansas City. Really? Yeah. So I used they to, got they
2: got the cool locations. They to be born did. In. I used to love Were uh, you the baby all, then?
0: Uh, I'm actually the middle. I have an older huh. sister and I have a younger sister, but we moved back and forth in between. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, Kansas City, I love it back there because they have great barbecue Kansas City stadium, ain't kidding but about that. There's nothing to do there. <laughs> <laughs> they have very beautiful
2: fountains, too. <laughs> they
0: do, and they have a great amusement park. <laughs> yeah, they Worlds do. of fun. Worlds of fun I'll, is I'll awesome. I'll tell you
2: this much, too, about Kansas City. Uh, they have the greatest setup for going in and out of stadiums of all time. Kauffman Stadium and Arrowhead. When you come off the freeway and you go right into this big, huge parking lot and the both stadiums are right there. And when really? it's over, you go right back out onto the freeway. There's none of this downtown stuff. It's just in and out. It's quick.
3: Man, I'm such a... He f- likes the quick in and out. <laughs> 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 All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I feel like we've morphed into the Big D and the Pink show here. <laughs>
0: it's your co-host that took it
3: there. I know. Your co-host <laughs> took Oh, it like I've there. never he's, taken
0: he's it he's there, he's there before. He's
2: replacing Susan. We <laughs> are <laughs> <laughs> talking about the girls. Yeah. So, uh, so you were born here, and you kind of bounced around back and forth. But you, you go to, you went to Lincoln High. Yeah.
0: Well, when we lived back in St. Louis and Kansas City, I was really like I barely even remember living back there. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it happened, but I don't really remember much about it. So, yeah, I I mean, I repped Tacoma to the fullest. I was born out here. Went all all the school I went to out here. Went to uh, DeLong Elementary, went to Truman Middle School, and then went to Lincoln High School, baby. Shout out to all my Lincoln A's out there. How guys.
2: are you feeling about um, Kitna now becoming the uh, football coach? I love coach it, out man. There.
0: Let's. I mean, I love it. Like, like my ties, my family ties at Lincoln at Lincoln go deep because my older sister went to lincoln and she went to she her and john were there together and her and john are real good friends they're they're still good friends i mean she was at she went to his wedding and all that so so it was good i mean it's good to see him come back maybe she can
2: hook us up with a visit to his like what ten million dollar mansion yeah yeah shout out to
0: my man john just balling out well you know (laughs) i mean i I, I remember i told i told you a little bit about this but uh hopefully if everything goes right uh a friend of mine reached another friend of mine who went to lincoln he just reached out and he wants me to start kind of working on a little theme song for their uh for their football team nice so you know saying I love yes I, I believe it or not I may seem like a douche <laughs>
3: but I actually <laughs> that's I totally actually, what I was gonna say I actually oh, like to wow. help people
0: and do and do and do stuff that's about positive stuff so <laughs> a douche Why, who tells
3: who tells you you seem like haters? that Hayden. would be Raymond Hayden <laughs> I believe and right? we all take his opinion to heart <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm uh, That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he, Hayden. He is plays keys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think it's time to go into another track. Mr. Vaughn is in the house. I love you, Ray. This is Hustlers.
0: She's <laughs> Mr. Vaughn. We on this feel good track right now. Everybody light your elves up. Take your Hennessy bottles and take a shot. Let's go. Good on this one with Joe, you laced this beat, man. Another day, another verse, it's like the gift and the curse. Cause as the flow gets better, man, the hate gets worse. But first things first, the niggas trying to claim my turf. you squaring off against the Spartans, put your face in the dirt. Three hundred strong, my niggas earning three hundred long. And through a click-tight fam, the takeover was born. I'm writing songs for my niggas, the oath's been sworn. I won't stop to egg niggas, it's sitting on chrome, you're dead wrong. If you I won't reach for the throne, but I can't do it on my own. I need my niggas holding on. If you ain't ready to grind, homie, don't take that ride. We in that big body bands, doors of suicide. Yeah, homie, it's custom enough to keep you cussing. I'ma cop it in a minute. When you do, you gon' be fussing. That's why I never trust them, cause they hate on the low. And yeah, you get hate on the floor, but no, it's bringing me dose.
2: All right, Hustler is the name of that track. And all of these are on uh, your CD, This Thing of Ours.
0: Yes, This Thing of Ours is available on iTunes and Amazon. Everybody go download See, what it. what a pro.
3: Now, is I this... didn't even have to
2: ask, where is this
3: available? He just, bam, he's on it. you know. <laughs> he's, yes, he's a professional. Thank you. Is Mr. Vaughn, the, is that the whole thing? All the music, everything, you produce, all of that? Or you no, have people you no. work with? I, you? I
0: mean, I wrote all the songwriting. I wrote all the songs, with the, uh, but my producer... Uh LaJoel, Shouts out to LaJoel Durrell, hottest producer in Tacoma. He produced every song on my album. Seventeen tracks on my album and he produced all of them and none of them sound alike. He helped me write uh Looking. He co-wrote Looking too. We both we collaborated on that one and we collaborated on uh so one more song that he wrote on
3: process tour. he comes to you then with a beat or you come yeah. to him with lyrics yeah or? no
0: he uh he shops me beats every time like when we're uh like i'm recording some new tracks now and every time i go to the studio he always has music new stuff for me. For he you. always has new stuff That's for me nice. and, I'll, and i'll he'll give me a beat with like 10 or 12 songs on it maybe 15 songs on it excuse me and then i'll write and uh you know, what I'm saying two or three weeks later i come back in and then we record right we've now. been working together so long now i mean we've got the process and it's i mean me and Lizzo, we've been working together for like seven years now so, wow
1: yeah
2: so uh tell us about um what what brought you into the world of of, of hip-hop i assume you were a fan of it yeah uh, man, it and was... then, but but you know hip-hop is um it's an interesting phenomenon as far as getting into because uh, you know, a lot of people can just stand around and, and blab out words and, uh, and a lot of, there's a lot of freestylers and, and, but so to elevate yourself above the norm of just, you know, cause I hear it just walking around town all the time. Guys walk, guys talking to themselves, you know, yeah. rolling around doing their thing, but to actually put it together, you know, produce it and put it out there and then, and say, I am a, I am an artist that deserves
0: attention how did you get to that point oh man the short version back uh the short version is he cool yeah. well, <laughs> see the <laughs> thing about it i mean that. the evolution the evolution of hip-hop has been something that i was actually i was able to witness like on the ground floor being the fact of my age You know and i'm like 33 now i think i think i'm 33 <laughs> my birthday is my birthday is coming up on valentine's day just so wow. all the listeners know i'm a valentine's day baby so I'm extra sweet. Extra is, sweet. That way,
2: is that why? Is that why they call you Chocolate Love? That is why.
0: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but anyway, back to the premise. Uh, your box of
3: chocolates were found <laughs> right there. <laughs> Almond Joy's got nuts. That's all I'm saying. But <laughs> 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 oh my god! Oh goodness! Okay,
0: but uh, yeah, I mean, but like the evolution of hip hop was when it first started out. The rhyme scheming of it and the songwriting was really basic so I, I i've i've been privileged to see it grow into a very complex and a very diverse art now and to be in it now you really got to step you your like to get to answer the to take the long way around to answer the question i got into it because i had a talent for writing and i didn't even realize i had a talent for writing and as i as i figured out i had a talent for writing i was like well okay I took the approach that if I'm going to do this... Because that was a time where I didn't want to... I was like, everybody was rapping. Everybody around the town. Everybody in my school was rapping. Right. And I was like, ah. It was like... The, it's like those NBA odds. The odds, the chances of making it are slim. So I was like, I'm not even going to do it. So I didn't. I stopped writing for like three or four years. But then... I saw that people, most of the people that were rapping were whack. They were terrible. They sucked. So <laughs> I was like, I'm better than these cats. So it started out, I'm better than all these cats in my high school. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm better than all these cats that I'm going to these battles to. Okay. I'm better than most of the cats in the town. And so it just started to grow. And so that really, uh, that really motivated me to, to buckle down and focus on the writing. And, and for me, it's, it starts with, with hip hop. it's for me, it has to start with the lyrics. It had your lyrics have have to have some. I mean, even if you're not talking about anything, even if you're doing something as simple as a party record, mm-hmm. you still need to make the lyrics clever. And that's the thing about me to have clever lyrics where you know that's why that's when when, when I do the sports reference. Uh, that's what I love about it is because the double entendres and the metaphors and the references that. A good rapper and a good lyricist and a good MC can come up with are staggering and I and I approach that just like you would approach anything else like a doctor or, uh, or a lawyer or anything like that to become a better doctor, to become a better lawyer, you're going to study your craft. It's one thing I have noticed. That was the short
3: version, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. That was the short version. <laughs> but that, it, but he's not, he, he,
0: you mentioned
2: uh, a very good point there. Well, a couple. One about writing. It, it is amazing to me um, how many of the uh, hip-hop or the rappers or whatever actually – are very good poets and yeah. very good writers. Uh, I think a lot of people overlook that. Oh, totally. Um, you know, because they've painted this kind of picture of the hip-hop or the rap world as, you know, just this kind of street.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, media had a hand in that. Right, but,
2: but, you know, it's just it's sort of just this sort of street talk or whatever. Yeah. But if you get, the, the like you said, the guys who are, the, the, the rappers and the hip-hop artists who, who are really good and focused they are phenomenal with phenomenal. and smart. We had Josh Reisberg in here and that guy's borderline
0: genius. He yeah. he's
2: amazing with his lyrics. Yeah, and Josh You are is- the same way. And uh and that's what I find about good hip hop, you know, rap music, lyrics or whatever. Um because a lot of people say, Well, oh, you know, I listen to all kinds of stuff, but that. Yeah. You know. And it's like, well, you're missing out on a lot because The the what they have to say and the way they say it and how they how it comes across is a complete art.
0: It's a complete and and if and if you can't anybody who's that ignorant to the fact that you're not going to take the time to listen and appreciate it, like I can understand if all you're hearing. Is what you hear on the radio. If that's your impression of, then I can understand you being turned because the radio music is Wax. lacking Shit. depth. Sucks. It's lacking depth for me to be. That's a polite way to put it. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's it's like, as much as I except for NWCZ Radio. Look how nice he is. <laughs> except for Wax NWCZ depth. Radio. They have the best music. <laughs> <laughs> that's because we play Mr. Vaughn. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're not going to take the time to appreciate some of I mean, I listen, there are songs that I listen to, there are songs that I've heard like hip hop songs that I've heard 10 or 12 times and I can still listen to them and hear lines that I was like, man, I didn't even realize he said that. Right. Yeah. And it's, I mean.
2: Or what they're referencing. Yeah, or, or the reference. Right.
0: And I love it, and I love it how they can reference anything. They'll reference pop culture, they'll reference politics, movies, sports, history, history. My mind is always
3: blown at how they can take the rhythm, change it up, and then throw that rhyme in there that you would have never expected, like that this word would rhyme with that word and go with yeah. the flow and everything. And or like,
2: even the callbacks, you yeah. know. They'll, they'll be r- rolling through the song, and then all of a sudden, bam, they're back to <laughs> something they mentioned way back you better yeah you, you better have you been, better been, been paying attention because exactly. you would have missed that
0: exactly that's the thing and that's all part of the evolution of the writing and the, of it because like people remember like shouts out to run dmc for the trendsetters that they were mm-hmm. but their basic rhymes and as and, and there's and these are some lyrical dudes too but their basic Rhyme scheme back then Was so simple It was just Da 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 well, rap, You know what I'm but uh, yeah. Rapper's
2: delight Yeah exactly You go back and hear that And that's so elementary now Yeah it's and it's so elementary And you have Just a, a story
0: Yeah and you have Nowadays you have rappers like Lloyd Banks, Jay Z, Crooked Eye, just Eminem, guys like that. Big D, yeah, Big D. Don't <laughs> the first. One. Hold up. Let's just keep it real for a minute, just in case anybody didn't get to hear it. Big D wrote one of the sickest diss raps on me. <laughs> I didn't. It get was to hear redi- It was so crazy it. hot. It wasn't. It was. It, it was, was a mind, It was just a small portion
2: about you. It was mostly yeah, about. It was mostly about, about Hayden. It was mostly about Hayden, That's but funny. it was Big D. Kingfish wants to come in here and try to disrespect me. Going to pull a punk move by bringing in Mr. Vaughn. But it's you, King Minnow, that brought this on. Mr. Vaughn, Mr. V, Big V, whatever it is he's pretending to be. You know he can't be like me. He ain't got what it takes to hang with thee. I got the lyrical power. I'm the wordsmith of the hour. I got rhymes that will hit you with Ali power. I can take Mr. Vaughn any place you see. At the bar, at the club, on the stage, in the street, or where he's usually at. In the line at Old Country Buffet, (coughs) hanging with his peeps. What? Did I say that? It's all in fun. I ain't got no beef with Mr. Vaughn. It's all about you, Mr. King Prawn. With the hairs on your face, one on each cheek, each in a different place. I had to look it up and see what you call them. Hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's (laughs) balling. I went to the net, I searched the web over. The only thing I could find was it's best to shave when sober. Oh yeah, I'm just getting started. That cologne you wear, it smells like King Kong Fodded. I know you think you're the man, you think you're real fly. How about them sales on that September sky? But I got some respect, I know you try. It can't be easy making a living singing cover songs by Air Supply. Oh, ouch, was that low? Told you I can bring the big blows. I got a mean right hook the smooth as butter. I can knock you out and make your eyes flutter. Oh I can God. bring you to your knees, though I know you like that position. Now here's some tissue. How about you go compose your disposition? <laughs> I can't I'm believe you deep. played that.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. Did you write that? I
2: did, yes. I did.
0: Tell me that's not awesome. That's, <laughs> this, and this is the thing that, I, this is the thing that I, I said every time. He wrote it like a good... Battle rap at MC Wood, he took shots at where you do.
3: I love the King Prawn.
0: Like King Prawn, you know what I'm saying? It's it's so dope how he took shots at his weakness. You said taking shots at his record sales and always hurts the artist. You gotta love it. That's just so vintage that battle
3: rap right there. you uh, might have to jump shows. Okay, well enough enough of the
2: bad rap. Let's go and let's go let's go back to some really good stuff. This is Mr. Vaughn
3: and Heat. Thanks, Wonder Boy.
1: straight
0: we I'm getting kind of cocky, my nose in the air, and now the girlie start to track me. Drafted out of the lottery, franchise commodity, one of the 50 great magic Charles Barkley. Waking them up like coffee, drama is costly. I got your squad sleeping with fish like Luca Brossi. Catch me out with my posse. all of us bossy. When we pull up, heads start spitting like laundry. Cause they know we're so fresh, and we're here to impress. Drink the arm, made men don't pick up a check. Show them a charm, but still got a major respect. The way I was born, you should expect no less. After to the left. it's not a know the squad I rep, when it comes the we ain't ran out yet. We to the bar till it ain't nothing left Sweat Box killer you know we do it to
2: All <laughs> right, heat. Right there, Mr. Vaughn uh off the C D this yeah, thing nice of rock ours. And too, uh, yeah, like he likes songs. This is one thing, uh, Mr. Vaughn likes all styles of music. I mean, he respects it all, and that's one thing I respect about him. He likes the rock, he likes the the hip-hop, the rap, uh, even, the ha- even Hayden stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got a chance to, to catch Mr. Vaughn in action this Thursday at the Swiss in Tacoma. Uh, Mr. Vaughn, The Jupiter Order, and Automatic Theory. That's going to be a great show, and that is this Thursday. Also... Every third Thursday of the month, they call it uh, Word Third Thursday. <clears throat> it's at Hell's Kitchen. It's Mr. Vaughn and uh, Josh Reisberg's involved in that, right? Yep. And uh, you guys hit Hell's Kitchen, and it's kind of uh, a throwdown.
3: What time does that kick
0: off? It is. Uh, we usually it's we usually start, doors open around 9, but we usually don't actually kick off to probably like 10, 10.30. So
3: people could do like the whole... Third Thursday Art Walk dealio downtown yep, and then head, down and then head to the right, right house on down Yeah, to we get it. it's hey
0: man. We've been blessed with the word Thursday. It's been it's been real. It's been real positive. It's, it, it, I I
2: really look. You come in that, and showcase local
0: yeah and that's pop the, artists yeah, and rappers we, and that was I get so many people who uh they're always asking hey can you put me on a show hey can you put me on a show can you put me on a show and I and up until we do Word Th- Thursday. I wasn't booking like we weren't doing our own shows. Everybody, we, we were getting booked. You right. know what I'm saying? People were booking us on shows. So, me and Josh shut down, and uh, we just really wanted to do something for the town, for the artists in the town, all the Seattle cats. Have their thing, and Tacoma artists really kind of get stonewalled trying to get up to Seattle, especially no. Tacoma hip hop artists. I know, who would have thunk it? I know. <laughs> and so, and uh, you know, saying the venues around here have really started to open up and they're really starting to uh, let us get our foot in the door. So, we actually started out our first Word Third Thursday was at the Swiss, mm-hmm. and then we ended up moving it to Hell's Kitchen, and we've been there for like the last three awesome. or four. This is our fifth one, I think. Where can, uh, where can people get a copy of this thing of ours? Hey, that is an awesome question. You can find this thing of ours on your local internet station. <laughs> <laughs> you know that? NWCZradio.com. That series of tubes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, it's, on, it's available on iTunes, Amazon, uh, a bunch of, different web, bunch of different music sites. iTunes, Amazon. So it's Mr. Available.
2: Vaughn. And, uh our
0: period, V-O-N, this thing of ours. You can also Google me because I, I come up on Google. I have a good, a very entertaining blog. I was going love Tell people
2: about the blog real quick, <laughs> where they can find that. Yeah,
0: the blog is Mr. Von's Universe. But like I said, you just Google Mr. Von and all my stuff. But Mr. Von's Universe, for all my sports fans and movie You want to be in this universe. And to, please, I need some females in my universe. I'm very <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you, Vox. How, what are you going to blog about
2: <laughs> the game today? Uh, anger there you go
0: anger and i'm just so i don't like the giants
2: i know i can feel that but you know what (laughs) you've been a trooper and a good friend to come in here and sit with us on super bowl sunday and uh we've enjoyed having you and mr vaughn i'm a big fan of yours brother
0: thank you man i mean I love the formality of this interview when I'm sitting here talking like we're, we're friends, dog. Well, you know i I know, I know. But, this, <laughs> but so, I love it. So it's the, North, it's the Northwest Convergence of Show. It's a little
2: different deal. Thank uh, you. We'll go back to our regular scheduled stuff on uh, when we record our show
0: yeah. on
3: Thursday. Yeah. We have to keep some structure and professionalism around here. I'm sorry. I kept trying <laughs> now.
0: All right, everybody. <laughs> talking miss up in here with no shoes and socks on. Yeah. Everybody check him out.
3: <laughs> Mr. Vaughn. Spring like today. Thank you.
1: On an old dirt road Put the grit in my teeth And the gravel in my throat Put Jesus in my heart And the devil on my mind Working my hands And the belt of my behind Never been the kind To run from nobody I'm a smoking gun I'm the bullet in the air And the fire in the night The blood on your knuckles And the finish your right Not long, not getting rowdy.
2: That's right. He doesn't mind coming to Tacoma either. I'm talking about Jared Blake. And uh, you remember Jared Blake from The Voice, uh, but he's... That was just a sidestep in this guy's awesome career, um, Jared Blake. I saw him uh, last year when he came to Louis G's, and uh, he, he laid down just a great set. Everybody had a had a fun time, and he's coming back. He'll be back uh, this Friday night at Louis G's, and we have him on the line. He's in Montana working his way over here. Jared, how are you, brother?
1: Doing great, man.
2: How you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to have you on the line. That's such a great song. Uh, I think I'm going to make that my theme song. Is that all right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it's definitely my theme song. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how, the, since the last time I saw you, when uh, you were here in Tacoma and you were at Louis G's, uh, I know things have been busy for you. You guys are doing some traveling, doing some recording and stuff. Get us caught up on what's going on in the world of Jared Blake.
1: Um, man, I, uh, I couldn't be happier with the stuff that's going on. Um, this year we just signed on with, uh, new management. Um, we've got, um, Alan Butler, who was the president over, a Sony, uh, record label for, um, like the last 15 years and branched off, started doing his own thing. Um, he discovered groups like the Dixie Chicks, Travis Tritt, and just tons and tons of others. Um, and so we're real proud to have him on the team as well as, uh, Corey Gearman is, um, Handling management as well, and uh, he was responsible for uh, Music Mafia, um, which would include like, Gretchen Wilson, Big and Rich, um, James Otto, cats like that. And um, the uh, the coolest thing about it is that one of them is very much that um, commercial industry minded guy, and the other one's like a left field guy, total indie sort of thing. So I feel like I got the best of both worlds on it. And um, so far, what's kind of came out of that, we've signed on with a new producer that I'm super stoked about, which is uh, Skid Mills. Um, if you haven't heard of Skid Mills, you know his music. Um, this guy's won like five Grammys. He uh, He's best known for um, um, Addicted. He produced uh, and wrote um, most of uh, Saving Abel's stuff, um, and um, he wrote and produced uh, Addicted as well. Um, he's got me writing for the new album with, um, some amazing artists. Um, like, uh, as soon as we get back in town, I'm writing with, um, uh, Carl Bell from fuel. And, um, we've been, uh, doing a lot of stuff with just, uh, we've just been really fortunate. We've been doing a lot of stuff with people like lifehouse Um, there's rumor. I'm, I'm really, really excited about this. And there's rumor that I'm going to get a chance to write with Rob Thomas here soon.
2: Wow. And,
1: uh, <laughs> cool. I'm super stoked about that. And, uh, Man, it's been amazing. They've been keeping us busy on the road, but more than that, um, they've just really started, everything's just kind of been lining up uh, as far as the team that you have around you that's building everything.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, those are uh, very fortunate. Those are some heavy hitter names, but and I don't mind saying Jared Blake uh, belongs in that mix because uh, what you got going on, brother, is uh, is amazing, amazing work, and uh, we we've just seen the you know just the beginning of what's gonna I think gonna be an epic career for you. Um, tell let's oh, thank go. Thank you so much. Let's go back to uh, the Voice. Uh, you were on that, and and what. Was that a double-edged sword for you, or did you, did you really enjoy that? Uh, you know, was that really, really good for you, or did, did it have a, a pros and cons?
1: It definitely had its pros and cons. Um, there's, there's several people that I know that are on uh, the show this season, and uh, they've called and asked me, you know, for, like, advice. And, and I don't think there is really any advice to the show except for um, – choose material that you want to represent you and stand by that and really stick to your guns on it because uh, however America hears you, that's how they're summing you up. And so if America doesn't dig you, <laughs> then it's better to be not dug for what you do than dug for what you you don't like, you know? Um, and the, the bigger thing was, uh, I don't think that I really enjoyed it the way that I should because uh, like most of us, you're always worried about, well, what's the next what's going to happen then and, and and I do look back on it and go well you know there were times that you were standing on a stage and you had 14 million people watching you
2: yeah and what is that What is you that like? Have
1: been, well that's what I'm saying as, as an artist like, you probably should have embraced that a touch more rather than looking at what was going to happen next Right. but I think it's only natural to look at what's going on next because you're excited and you're getting an opportunity to do something that you know you've you've never had before so you obviously get caught up in it um the some of the, the cons is that um you, you kind of get grouped sometimes of, of being one of those reality show guys and i mean you know me uh, we've we've spoke before i'm as far as you can be from from a stereotypical reality show person i mean this is what i've always done I, i'm not the type that typically would do a show like that um my fiance actually taught me into it and was like, you know, you just got to get in front of the public eye. And she was right. It's, it's worked out. Um, you uh, get typecasted sometimes like that, but typically I find that as soon as we get in the town, I can kind of break that mold. Um, the, uh, the best thing that I've gotten out of it is that I haven't been to a single town yet to play that there weren't people in the audience singing along to my original song.
3: That's
1: a good feeling. And
3: that's just the coolest
2: thing ever, man. I yeah. Mean, yeah. That's got to feel it really good. doesn't matter. Go ahead. That's got to feel really, really good as an artist to uh, have people singing along. And, and I just wanted to say, I, I wanted to echo your sentiments. And uh, and and I can attest to the fact that Jared Blake is just a salt of the earth, just a, a an humble but super talented cat. He's very, very approachable, very nice. Um, he just reminds me of just uh, you know a red dirt American boy who's got a dream, and he's got the talent to back it up.
1: Well, I'm glad you say that because apparently I seem intimidating. I don't know if the tattoos and earrings <laughs> and the no hair thing. I don't know. <laughs> but people constantly get on to it. Management's constantly going, you've got to seem more approachable. So I'm like – <laughs> uh, what do you want me to do just hold my arms out that, uh,
2: I don't know I don't... no, I thought you were very uh you were very very nice. you came over and uh said hello to my wife because she was a big fan of yours on the show uh I watched you as you uh milled around the crowd you weren't behind, you know backstage somewhere and then just popped out and left and uh it was it was well, I,
1: had no, dude. I mean like these these are like I've been waiting on this for a long freaking time man yeah <laughs> to have fans and stuff i mean. It, that's that's my favorite part of the night. I mean, I singing used to be. Now my favorite part is meeting people afterwards. You know, but I mean, you know, uh, you know, a lot of artists. Mind.
2: But a lot of artists will do the big time thing. You know, you know, where they're like, well, I've arrived and I, I'm the artist and you're the audience. So you stay there. I'm going to be up here. I'm going to yeah, entertain I you. I guess so. There, there are I, those. I really
1: take lessons from from people like um, I really respected the the way that Garth Brooks. Um, really and I know that that's a stereotypical one to pull out, but anybody who watched him, um, he uh, he always stayed until the last fan got signed, and he just he he really believed that he owed his life to his fans.
2: Well, that's and how I he got. Yeah, that's the same th- way, you know that is exactly how he got as big as he did because I mean, I saw Garth Brooks you know way back when he was just touring around doing small clubs and you're right and i think you have a lot of that same quality hey everybody uh jared is going to be this friday at louis g's and fife and you want to get on down there you got your full band this time
1: we got the full band this time we're ready to roll man it's
2: Where's going yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to be there. Uh, you guys should all be down there. Uh, check him out. Louis G's and five. Jared, I know you got a show to do, and uh, I want to thank you for spending a couple of moments with us, and I will see you. Uh, you're going to be in our studio on Thursday. I'm looking forward to talking to you again, my man.
1: Me too, man. We'll see you then.
2: Okay, have a good one, Jared. We will see you soon. All right.
1: You too. Thanks, you, <laughs>
2: When you think sports and authoritative figures on sports, there's only one name that comes to mind in the South Sound, the Northwest Convergence Zone, via the Weekly Volcanoes, own Matt Goal! That's right. Matt Driscoll. i never get tired of hearing that. No, i never how get tired <laughs> of hearing that. <laughs> how so can you probably. He's probably dancing around in the garage with his arms raised.
3: <laughs> doing the, like the Peggy. risky business thing across the. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: how are you doing, Matt?
4: I'm doing well, you know, just, uh, just uh, slogged through the Super Bowl there, yes. and uh, yeah, now, now, I'm, now I'm hanging out, talking to you guys, so Matt, I feel pretty good.
2: Matt Driscoll, editor of the uh, the very super cool Weekly Volcano, the local alternative paper here in the South Sound that you can pick Thank up you. fresh every Thursday, and Volcano Radio, which is a big deal here on the station and uh, apparently in podcast form. You guys are kicking That's ass. Right.
4: No, we're doing pretty well. I mean, first of all, uh, thank you know for those who don't know, it, it airs on nwczradio.com dot com on Thursdays between eight and nine. Uh, and yeah, we're I mean we're really thankful to to have the opportunity. We've been doing it now for. A little bit over three months, I think, and uh, I think it's 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 you know kind of finding its stride. I, I I'm having fun. I know we're having fun doing it. Hopefully, people are enjoying listening to
2: it. Well, like I always say, if you want to be cool and you want to be hip and you want to know about all things cool and hip, you got to turn it tune in to Volcano Radio. That's just the that's the simple matter. That's the fact that it is
4: you really always tell people that i, I do appreciate that.
3: Yeah, the first great. thing that comes out of his mouth whenever he meets somebody new
2: yeah you want to be cool and hip volcano radio
4: by the trying way to envision it. it's probably some awkward interactions but we appreciate
2: it <laughs> <laughs> hey uh okay so matt we're here to talk about the big game that just was and um we got to start off with uh, are you happy or sad
4: I feel pretty good. I ate a lot of cocktail weenies tonight. I'm not gonna lie, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you caught the column this week. Uh, you know, the, the I, I didn't have a lot of excitement going into this game. I got to tell you, because obviously, I always root against the Patriots because I don't like the Patriots. Uh, but I, I I wasn't really feeling a strong. I, I didn't really care whether the Giants won either. Um, so, in that regard, I thought it kind of lived up to its billing. It was kind of. Uh, it was, it, it was kind of uh, a little bit boring, but it was all right. It was close at the end, I suppose. But and you're yeah, full I, of I weenies. Yeah, yeah, I am full of weenies. <laughs>
2: it's I can't, like a day. and I I can't believe that I honestly can't believe you asked if I caught your column because you know, Matt. Every Thursday I go for a walk here in the in the lovely Proctor District, and I hit right. the volcano box, which is right outside of uh, Radio Shack. And,
4: and if you encounter anybody on the way, you tell them. Uh, if you want to
2: be hip or cool, you listen to <laughs> volcano <the> radio. <laughs> right? That's right. That's right. Right. Uh, Thank and you. and the first article I I turn to, and you can ask my wife because uh, she got annoyed because I was you know running into things as I'm reading it on the way home, <laughs> is Matt Driscoll's
3: sports column. Well, thank you. There's your thank poster you. boy there, the guy running into shit on the way home. <laughs> I was I, I ran into
2: I ran into uh, well the bookstore and then the pole outside of uh, that Europa Bistro or whatever that is. And uh, also Safeway, I was uh, b- bouncing off of bushes so but it was, you know, it, was it was a great column. Now, um, will this go down? You know as soon as the game's over, the hype begins about what we just saw will yeah. it go down as one of the great super bowls
4: oh i don't e- i don't even think it's close i mean i don't i honestly uh i i, I watched the uh watched the game with a uh, with actually a patriots fan so um as as soon as the game is over the the tv kind of went off so I, I don't know what a lot of the, i don't know what a lot of the talking heads are saying about it at this point but i mean it was decently close but i mean i don't think it i don't i don't i don't think it it, it comes anywhere close to the uh you know the first patriots giants Super Bowl or, or, or several others that we've had within recent years. That that uh, the Steelers Arizona game was, was was pretty epic. So yeah, I don't I don't think this is even in the ballpark of of the best Super Bowls we've seen even recently. I mean, well, that
2: was that is one of the words they use was epic and you know earth shattering and you know game of the ages. That was all about Madonna. How will this be matched? And you know the 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 Titans that. You know, battled on the field, and this will go down in the history books as, you know, one that's, you know, will never be forgotten and blah, blah, blah. I've already forgotten most of it.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Again, maybe I was too concentrated on the uh, the uh, cocktail weenies, which were <laughs> delicious, by the way. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it was that. I didn't think it was that great. It wasn't bad. I mean, certainly we grew up. You know, I grew up watching bad Super Bowls where there were blowouts all the time, so it wasn't yeah. bad. But I think we've kind of gotten spoiled lately with the, with the really good Super Bowls, and I, I don't think this quite lived up to it. And I think, you know, these days it, that's what everybody wants to do. It's uh, it's all the it's the twenty four hour news cycle and the the talking head pundit. But you know, we all we've always got to you know immediately after the fact like rank where this is in, in, in history, and that's not really how these sort of things work. It takes time to kind of digest what has happened. But I, I don't think uh, I, I don't think that this was top by, by by any stretch of the imagination.
2: What do you think, Vaughn? You think the uh, what do you, what do you think about uh, what Matt just said about having to wait and kind of uh, you know reevaluate what we saw and Quit digest throwing
3: it. stuff. Digest your weenies. I mean- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean I, I I totally agree. I mean like I I mean this is this is this this society nowadays is such an instant gratification society. This game I mean it was a it, it was a good game and like I said those like he said those Super Bowls back in the 80s were just so terrible. It's always good to see a competitive game, a game that's close in the fourth quarter. I actually thought there was going to be more scoring. I thought well, so I, had, did I I thought it was going to be like 34-30. I had the Patriots winning 34-30. But they didn't the, there was nowhere near that obviously. You, why, why do you think yeah. it wasn't more scoring?
4: I don't know. I mean, it's it's funny how it's funny how that can uh, you know I'm by no means an expert, but it's funny how that can kind of work out. You know, where you know lately, especially with the NFL, it's it's all scoring, and you, you got teams putting up points left or right. But it, it seems like when it comes down to, to kind of playoff football or you know Super Bowl football, that the uh, the rarely does it turn into the kind of blowout that maybe it's it, it, you know it has been throughout the season, but. I don't know. I mean, I, I honestly, I expected it to be higher scoring too. Um, and I, I'm, I am surprised it wasn't.
2: Yeah. So, uh, you know, when we're down to uh, the the last couple of plays of the game, clock's ticking down on uh, the Patriots, and uh, everybody's hoping for a miracle. Uh, I know you're a big Denver fan. If Tebow was in the game, would he have pulled it out? <laughs>
4: Well, you know, I was like I said, I was uh, I was watching the watching the game with the Patriots fan there, and uh, there you know there was like 17 seconds left or whatever, and it was pretty obvious it wasn't going to happen for, for him. And uh, you know, I turned to my turned to my friend there. and I was like, well, you know, maybe if you had Tebow, you might have a chance here. But no, I, and he didn't like that. He didn't like that. He didn't think that was funny. Well, apparently,
2: know, but... if I, apparently Jesus doesn't like Tom Brady. That's all I can think. <laughs>
4: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, I'm, I'm just saying, how, uh, how horrible would uh, Ahmad Bradshaw have, have felt if Tom Brady did lead him down for the touchdown? Because uh, you know, not being able to stop on the one-yard line like that, that. I mean, the game was set up for, for, uh, for a finish, and, and it really would have been. I'm sure that would have been crushing for Ahmad Bradshaw. But he's probably the happiest guy. You know, happiest guy in that Giants team that Tom Brady didn't lead down there at the end because that would have. Uh, that would have stung for a long time, I'm sure.
0: Man, how about those? How about uh, Dion Branch and uh, dropping that pass on the? On oh the yeah, man! Two crucial and drops by him and uh, the other Welker. tight end. When,
4: yeah, yeah, and when, and Welker had that drop too. And when when does Welker drop the ball? I mean, yeah, was, Welker's uh, got hands yeah.
2: in the fourth quarter yeah. with 23 seconds left in the Super Bowl. That's when you choose you did, to do that.
0: Yeah, that's. Come- <sighs>
2: And what I really love is, you know, before the game, uh, every single player, this is why we're here, this is why we practice, this is why we work hard all year, and this is why we do drills, and this is why we go over and over and over our repetitions, but then when it came down to the crucial moment, apparently they didn't do it enough.
4: Yeah, I guess not, or, you know, just uh, crumbling under pressure a little bit. Yeah, what's up?
2: Did you uh, see the halftime show?
4: Of course. I watched, what what, was it, four songs? It was kind of meshed into, meshed in, but uh, I, yeah, I think three or four songs. I caught the whole thing.
2: So, did you see? Because uh, you know, the big controversy going on right now is uh, that MIA flipped the audience off
4: oh no I didn't I
2: didn't catch that yeah apparently um, you know when she read, uh, there's a bleeped out moment in the song where she says I don't give a beep which is a shit um, right. during the uh, <laughs> give me all your and she's supposed to do like a gunshot motion you know like the you know like your fingers like a gun only uh-huh. she uh, she used the wrong finger
4: it sounds pretty contrived to me, I gotta say. Like they're grasping, uh, they grasping, grasping is
2: for, uh,
4: strong. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, I oh thought my she God, looked the looked most... like we were trying to remember. How, I mean, does anybody know off the top of how old Madonna is?
2: She's 55. Really? I thought she, she was like
4: 55. I
0: thought she was Methuselah age.
2: <laughs> she looks like Methuselah. <laughs> Damn, yeah, I.
4: I thought, I mean, you know, the way that they had, you know, a couple dancers flipping her around. I mean, she looked a little stiff, but, uh, you know, but I mean, <laughs> hey. she didn't she didn't keel over. She made it through all four songs. Didn't
3: break a hip. There right was anymore.
0: a couple of times yeah. in there where she looked like she was really having trouble doing some of those leg lifts. She tried yeah. to lift her leg yeah. one time. I thought she was going to break a hip. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah,
4: you uh,
2: was- What's your uh, right. what's your take on the commercials? Your favorite commercial and ones you one you thought that uh, bombed.
4: Oh man, you know, again, it's like I think there's all the hype that kind of. Well, what was your guys' thought? Because mine is like you know, there's all the hype that goes into it, and I can't even really think of one. All that... the
3: hype. That's the whole reason we called you after the Super Bowl, Matt. <laughs> I actually, You're supposed was... to be thinking of this stuff. To
0: rate the commercials, <laughs> 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 That's power hitting
2: sports talk right there.
0: <laughs> That's yeah. the society we live in now where we're talking about the, the best com- commercial.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's always a big deal. You know, they leaked a few out before yeah. the Super Bowl and they pay, you know, whatever, three, 30 million, whatever it is for 30 right. seconds. So, you know, I mean, uh, everybody's the fifth, fourteen they they're all putting their the best foot forward, you know, on these commercials. And so I was just wondering if one stu- stood out. They too.
0: actually had some funny ones this year. That uh, The m M&M, and M&M M&M had a commercial. The M&M's, the candy M&M had a commercial that was really funny. And then they had yeah. a commercial about—I think it was a car commercial where this dude was killing a bunch of vampires. It was hilarious.
4: Yeah, I thought that. I thought the commercials were a little abstract this year. Like they kind of—they they all had well, not all of them, but they were very, they were very much trying to be strange. It seemed like like it was almost the strangest the better. I think you're right, Daryl. Although it's like people paying thirty million dollars for thirty seconds, or and it's the Super Bowl or whatever, they feel kind of obligated to come up with the biggest, craziest, wackest, you know, stuff they can that they can come up with. And uh, I don't know. Like I looking back on it, trying to trying to remember the the it's not even a good one, but the Clint Eastwood one comes to mind because you know Clint Eastwood's and Chrysler's or whatever it was. Is, Eastwood, <laughs> is he from Detroit? Because last year they had the Eminem one or whatever, you know, and he's from Detroit and it kind of made sense. Is Clint right. Eastwood connected to Detroit? That's a good and all? I'm, I'm, no,
2: he lives in Carmel, you know, and I don't think, yeah, I don't think right, he's even. I, I think he's from California. I don't, I, he's probably never even visited Detroit.
4: Yeah, no, I mean, granted, you you don't f with Clint Eastwood, so I get it on that respect. <laughs> you know, but, but
2: still, you feel hey. lucky, punk. Okay, Matt. So now uh, this is the end of uh, football because we're not even gonna talk about the Pro Bowl. That's that's just a disaster. They should never even play that game ever, God, ever, they ever. Cancel ever again. that
0: game. Just cancel the Pro Bowl.
2: They should just announce the Pro Bowl winners, give them all a trip to Hawaii, and and let them all have fun. But I agree with that. What are we? What are what are we as sports fans to do now?
4: Yeah. No, I mean it's it's tough. I mean there's the there's the story coming out now uh, about you know that's got to give basketball fans some hope. But that uh, you know there's some serious talks about possibly bringing bringing the NBA back probably a lot sooner than uh, a, a lot of people thought might be the. Be, be, be a possibility talking about maybe even uh you know the plans for for this fall were all you know all to go correctly and it's it's very preliminary so i mean i think that's exciting from a from a seattle sports fan's perspective is you know it definitely seems like getting pro basketball is in the works so so that's cool but i don't know i'm personally i'm looking forward to uh i, I guess i'm just a glutton for punishment but i am looking forward to the mariners uh seeing if, baseball if, if baby off. Yeah. Base. If their offense has, ball. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing if their offense has any, uh, a little bit more <laughs> pop this year, maybe just a little <laughs> bit more pop. And I'm excited to go to a few Rainier's games.
0: Yes. Um, how know, do you feel so, about the, how do you feel about the Mariners getting rid of Pineda?
4: Man, I was, I was, I was surprised when I heard it, uh, just because I thought Pineda was kind of a stud. Uh, but, you know, I mean, their offense was, was, was so lacking. It was that, so uh, bad. And, and they, Yeah, just so bad. And they drafted they drafted that pitcher number one last year, and he's supposed to be up pretty soon. So I mean, I guess I can understand why. I mean, you know, it hurts. It it always hurts to give up give up an arm and a a talent like the and especially to
0: the Yankees. You know, it's like why the rich get richer (laughs) because that's how you that's how they roll. Yeah.
4: And the Yankees been trying to trade that dude for for that we ended up getting for a while, which always kind of raises red flags. Like, you know, why why are you trying to move this dude? Yeah, and there, I love
2: I love the spin that the Mariners are trying to give on that guy. Uh, once yeah. he's had like seventeen at bats in the major leagues, and
0: they're like, he's going to add power to our lineup <laughs> yeah. in the future. And I'm like, what are you smoking, guys? Come on! I mean, it made our it made our it made our starting pitching staff look so good to have two aces like Pineda and uh, King Felix. And, you're, and yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I think it's a bad move. I, okay. but it's still it okay, still but save.
2: I'm I'm gonna lay this down right now. Um, Rainiers, they're our Tacoma team, and we love them. And I know Driscoll. You are you guys covering them again this year?
4: We're, oh yeah, just you know for, for nothing else, so we can you know go to Thursday for, Thursdays. But yeah, that's what we'll I'm talking,
2: that. and that's what I, I, I we got to cement it right now, Mister Vaughn, Big D, and Matt Driscoll. We'll be at all together. We're going to at least one Rainier's game this year.
0: Oh, man. I'm oh, yeah, totally yeah. down. I went to one last oh, year yeah. and had a blast.
2: No, yeah, I mean, together, I, we're all going to go and hang out. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. in. And Voxy's yeah. going to come, too. The new Cheney Stadium is nice. Have you been to the new Cheney Absolutely, Stadium? Absolutely. Yeah. Tina,
3: it's good job. Fresh peanuts. Come on. There's
2: bats and balls involved. You're, in, you're there. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they talk about line drives up the middle and uh, long balls and everything. It, you'll be you'll be excited. Is there free liquor? Perfect
4: for you, Voxy It's perfect.
3: <laughs> free alcohol?
2: We can uh, arrange that.
3: No. <laughs> uh, That's we can, all we can. No. We can arrange Matt, that. You're no fun. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey Matt, okay. uh, it's always a pleasure to uh, to talk to you and get caught up with you. And uh, good job with the uh, volcano radio heard every Thursday night at uh, eight here on nwcz radio and as always check out the sports column it's every thursday in the weekly volcano which you need to trot down to the local volcano box or your coffee shop or whatever and tell everybody if you want to be hip and cool you need to read this and you need to listen to the show because matt is the matt and Rever mckinney are the definitions of tacoma cool
3: Okay.
4: Not uh, by that. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know about all that, but we, we really we really appreciate it. We really appreciate
2: it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the fact that you had Cloverleaf Pizza in here on Thursday, and I wasn't invited.
4: Did you get some of that? No.
2: Wonder Boy oh. got it.
4: Yeah. How many pieces did Wonder Boy have? I don't like, know.
2: And four four I guess five, double. Probably. Apparently four. He's four. Flashing at <laughs> <up> four. <laughs> apparently Double D was scarfing down some too, and it's a, you know it's like wait a minute.
4: Yeah. It was good, man. It was good. They brought in two pizzas. It was it, we have a good time, I gotta tell you.
2: It's a great time. All right, Matt. Go do your thing and uh thank you so much for checking in and we will be in touch down the road.
4: Absolutely. Thanks for
2: having me.
0: Always. So is Mr. Vaughn in the house now?
2: Actually he is.
0: I heard somebody was looking for me. <laughs>
2: What's up, Mr. Vaughn? <laughs> thanks for uh thanks for joining us once again, even right. though you've been there the whole time. We were trying to keep that, you know, like under
0: wraps. Somebody ruined the radio um, magic. Whatever. And imagine beamed him that, in it was for me. the first
3: half. beamed him out for the first half of the second half. And he had to yeah. go to the
0: you know
2: buffet line and you know and get a refill on the drink. But I
4: do have two hundred thousand views on my YouTube, so.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, Lordy. oh wow! So that <laughs> created a monster. And it,
3: and that it, justifies
2: everything. Just when everything. we thought his head
3: couldn't get any bigger. That
2: trumps everything. <laughs> yeah, you guys try to get it get what
4: 200,000 views on your
2: YouTube stuff I don't yeah all I'd okay, have to do I is will. take off my shirt that's absolutely correct thing where's the I bell? would view that 200,000 times <laughs> there'd be 200,000 views just from this room yeah. <laughs> hey maybe so. I should
3: put together like a voxy calendar and make me some cash what
2: uh honey I told you I should be your agent I've got lots of great ideas for you
3: Skip <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> over here to my couch darling <laughs>
2: Let's test this out, see how this is going to work. Hey, no, that's so wrong. You know who's coming on the show next week? Dandy is going to be in the house. Brand new group from here in uh, Tacoma. And that's it's, just Dandy. It is. Hot and bothered.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: And we're going to hear from our good buddy, Lee Fleming, down in Hollywood. Oh, he uh, He was hitting me up on Facebook, got a lot of really cool stuff going on. And uh, so we're going to have him on. And I, I Sweet. probably going to
3: be in town or phone interview. Nope,
2: we're going to talk to him from uh, Holly Weird, which is even v- better. Via Felitone. All hey right. you guys,
0: when you talk to him, see if you guys can get some cool hotspots because I'm going to be down in LA in April, so oh, I need some hangouts.
2: Leah Fleming is all about the hotspots, baby. Yeah,
0: I'm going to need to know some hotspots. He's the
2: whitest anymore. cracker you've ever met.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh
2: yeah, I think Starbucks. Starbucks down there on uh, Hollywood. yeah. He's not a
3: musician. He's a film guy.
2: But he knows the hot spots. No, Lee Fleming's the coolest cat in Hollywood right now. I mean, they're awesome. But we got to get out of here, folks. That's it. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, I know it's Super Bowl Sunday. sure you're tired of uh, hearing about it. But uh, it was a suck-ass game. Let's be honest. Right,
0: Mr. Vaughn? It was sucky because the Patriots lost. That's right. <laughs> hey, I'm Big D. This is Voxy. Double D. Mr. Vaughn, thanks and for having me. And we are the Northwest Convergence
2: Zone show. Where all things come together. Thanks to Pants, Squeeze, and Wonderboy 2, Gemmer. That's week 2. <laughs>